If you're a night owl looking for a great job, Walmart is hiring overnight shift workers. Pay starts at $14.50 to $15.50 per hour, and you'll earn great benefits, including 6% 401k match, $1 a day college, time off when you need it, and discounts and savings. Other opportunities are also available with varying pay rates for daytime shifts. Text 240 to 240 to apply with Walmart today. Again, all you have to do is text 240 to the number 240 to apply. Welcome to The Sports Angle, live in Las Vegas, the entertainment capital of the world. I'm your host, Rocco Rickelli. Let's get into it. Go to our website, sportsangle.com. Check out all the content we have on there. And go to all our social medias. Follow, like, share everything we have on there at The Sports Angle. My guest today is Ethan Tweedy from Bill's Mafia. Welcome to the show. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Now, I'm doing good. Absolutely. Now, I understand that you are a big Yankees fan. We've talked about the Yankees a lot in the past on different shows. So far, the Yankees haven't had the best start, to put it lightly. And they, they just made a recent move, not even a half hour ago, trading one of their outfielders, Mike Talkman, to get a left-handed reliever. So from your opinion as a Yankees fan, did you like the move? Did you dislike the move? Are you in favor of the move? Like, what is your opinion about them trading Talkman to bring in a left-handed reliever? Um, I know our bullpen's been, well, our whole team's been underperforming. So in, in one sense, I can understand the move, but I don't know that you, because in order to, once they did that, in order to make up for the bat, they brought up Tyler Wade. And if I'm being honest, I'd rather have Talkman on the team than it was Talkman at least has decent numbers, whereas Tyler Wade, he's lucky to hit over the Mendoza line most of the time. So I understand why they went after relievers, but I'm not a big fan of giving up a decent back because he Mike Talkman's been pretty decent for us over the last couple of years he definitely has been I mean Talkman's been really solid so as we're talking about the Yankees here on the sports angle I do understand that there are Yankees fans that are losing their minds off of what has happened so far this season so instead of just asking the traditional question which is <laughs> who is going to you know, get fired, who's going to be the person that, you know, has all of the blame be put on them. Let's change it. Who will be the person that if the Yankees don't fix it by the all-star break, let's say that by July, the Yankees are still not in a good position. Will it be Aaron Boone? Will it be Brian Cashman? Will it be one of the superstars like maybe Judge or Stanton? Who will get the main blame for the Yankees fault here. Uh, see, I'm not one of the type. There's some people that are the type to blame the manager for everything. I honestly maybe a lame answer, but I'm going to say it's, 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 it's shared from all of them. I mean, they all deserve some of the blame. I mean, I don't understand sometimes when people put all the blame on, the manager, when they're not the ones out there swinging the bat, they're not the ones striking out three, four times a game. So 
per batter. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, I don't know. I mean, I don't, I mean, Cashman might deserve some of it because it seemed like he went after, he went after Cole. I mean, they got Cole, but he didn't really get any number two, number three guys. He has Garrett Cole getting all that money and then a bunch of three fours on there. So, to be honest, I think there's, there's a lot of blame to go around. <laughs> there is a lot of blame to go around. I mean, people are commenting in the chat right now. Someone said they have not lost my mind, but I am not happy either. I respect the honesty. And someone on Twitter said, how much blame does there have to be on Hal Steinbrenner and the fact that he isn't in depth and he isn't really hands on with the Yankees like his old man is. And I'm glad that person brought it up because that's what my angle is going to be. I feel like this is starting from the top and dwindling to the bottom. I mean, Ethan, we know Yankees fans, you know, George Steinbrenner, he made sure everything was done his way. He wanted that Yankees team to be ran near perfection. And with Hal Steinbrenner, ever since he really took over in the late 2000s, it doesn't feel the same way. It doesn't feel like Hal Steinbrenner really is that hands-on guy that his old man was. I mean, heck, Hal Steinbrenner, uh, he cares more about the IndyCar team that he uh, is a part owner in than it feels like the Yankees sometimes. So Mm -hmm. do you think that that is a true statement, that it does start from the top? And with Hal Steinbrenner really not being hands-on, that could be the reason why the Yankees have been in a decline over the last couple of years. Oh, yeah. I mean, anytime an organization such as the Yankees is underperforming, I mean, it always starts at the top. I mean, it it does seem that once... I mean, I've always said it like this. It seemed like George... Mr. Steinbrenner was more in favor, more hands-on with the team, whereas it seems like Hal and the family there, they seem to be more in it for the money. They don't seem to be in it to care about, they actually care about the game itself, the, the team itself. They're in, it seems like they're in it more for the dollar signs. At least it feels that way sometimes, but some of the decisions they make. So uh, obviously, yeah, so definitely it starts from the top. It does start from the top. So we are talking about the Yankees here on the Sports Angle. I'm your host, Rocco or Kelly. We're here with Ethan Tweedy from part of Bill's Mafia. And someone did say this sarcastically. Someone said, move them to Vegas. <laughs> and obviously that will never happen. The Yankees are going to stay in the Bronx forever. However, that does lead me to an interesting idea. Now, Vegas is all about sports books, and obviously, I bring up the odds all the time here on this show. The Yankees are six to one. They are the second odds-on favorite to win the World Series, and that's even still after this slow start. So I want to ask you, do you think they're too high at this point, or do you think the people out there in Vegas are trusting the Yankees to recover 
and eventually get back to the World Series like I predicted and even you predicted earlier mm-hmm. this year? Um, I can understand why people might be hesitant. I mean, I know they you said they're still second odds on favorite to make it back, make it to the World Series. Um, I can understand if people wouldn't want that, wouldn't um, agree with that, given how slow their start is, but it's the Yankees. They're always going to get the, uh, they're always going to get that type of betting support and support period because it's the, it's the Yankees. They're, they're the Yankees, right. So, I mean, they need to get it going that they're going to make it that far, but but I can understand why people are still betting on them because, I mean, I know we're, what, 25 games in, but there's 162 games in the season, so there's still there's still plenty of chances to get it turned around for sure. Most definitely. And I know that a lot of people aren't a fan of what ifs, and there's a lot of people who don't like to talk about well, if this thing happened or this thing happened, but I want to do this because we are talking about the Yankees here on the sports angle. There was that report that happened uh, earlier in the week that the angels and the Yankees had discussed, or at least had talked about an Aaron judge trade in the off season. Obviously it didn't happen, obviously, but it made me curious at the trade deadline. If the Yankees are not in contention, Let's just say the Yankees are not in first or second in the AL East. Let's say that they were selling, for argument's sake. Out of these players, which one do you think would be traded first and why? Gary Sanchez, Giancarlo Stanton, or Aaron Judge? Oh, there we go. Um, well, Sanchez has... Recently, like I saw the thing, I saw a thing today where they said that he's that that the backup catcher is going to be more is more is starting to transition into more the starting catcher, as and Kyle Higashioka. So I don't know how much value. I mean, I know he's still young, but I don't know how much value Stan. I mean, uh, Sanchez has. Uh as much as. He's very, very popular in New York. If, they, if they're trying to sell, if they're trying to quote unquote rebuild, trying to get the most for a player, then it would probably be Judge. Okay. I mean, Aaron Judge would be a big value. Uh, someone said Clint Frazier, which obviously people have been watching the show for a long time. They know I'm not the biggest fan of Clint Frazier, <laughs> but. I don't think that his value would be as much as Aaron Judge. I mean, Aaron Judge has been the face of the franchise ever since Jeter left. I mean, Jeter walked out. Aaron Judge came in two years later. So mm-hmm. to trade the face of the franchise would really be an interesting statement for the New York Yankees. But I'm going to propose it in an opposite way. John Carlos Stanton. The Yankees would have to take a huge portion of that salary, mm-hmm. but if they were able to get him off the roster spot and have someone else come in, wouldn't the Yankees do that? Would the Yankees say, for example, all right, we'll take $15 million of his contract. You take the other $9 million and we will make it a deal. 
Um, I think it might depend on what they're able to get for him, but I, I'm that if a deal could be struck like that, I could see that happening. I mean, I like Stanton. I liked him even when he was back in Miami, but he seems to be the type. Oh, the Yankees, all the Yankees are this the past couple of years, but him especially seems to be the type that he'll either home run or he'll strike out three, four times a game. So I could I could see if I could see them doing that to free up that spot. And uh, as we're talking about the Yankees here on the sports angle, we have a couple minutes left here before we go to break. Now, Ricky said, trade him to the Mets. He will be good. <laughs> Ethan, let's be honest. I don't think the Mets and Yankees rarely do any trades with each other. No, I don't think. Tra- no, no, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but no, no, but um, we, we made a re- we made a trade with the Red Sox this offseason. So anything's up in the air, I guess. Anything is possible. I will say that if he got traded to the Mets, I think that Mets fans would literally have their heads explode from all the talent <laughs> they have on that roster. No so. kidding. <laughs> their problem is they can't. Their problem is they they can't play. They can't play three games without getting rained out. Yeah, and uh, someone said Gary Sanchez. Maybe he would get traded to the Mets. I mean, the Mets already have one of the best defensive catchers in all of baseball, and Jays McCann. I don't. They wouldn't really be getting. They wouldn't be getting. That. They wouldn't be getting Sanchez for a defensive catcher. That's for sure. No, he makes too many errors. Um, and uh, someone mentioned like to give us the odds of the Yankees even getting to the playoffs. I'm glad that someone brought that up because there is a website out there that actually predicts like what is your odds of making the playoffs, like an MLB. And mm-hmm. I love this because it kind of shows you what will happen and what will kind of be these uh, inner and out uh, routes. Well, according to this website, the New York Yankees currently have a 63% chance of making the postseason. Even with them being four games below 500, they still give them that high percentage of a it's chance. in the division. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Ethan, what's your reaction to that? 63% of making the postseason, even though they're four games below 500. Um, like I said, I think, I mean, I think if we're still this bad at the trade deadline, then I think that number will be down drastically. But I think the fact that we're only 25 games in, people are, people are, people aren't jumping off the, off the ship just yet. Exactly. Exactly. Well, we are going to go to to break here on the sports angle. When we come back, we're going to continue with our MLB conversation with Ethan Tweedy, part of the Bills Mafia. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back after this.
Welcome back to the Sports Angle, live in Las Vegas, the entertainment capital of the world. I'm your host, Rocco Kelly. Let's get back into it. We are here with Ethan Tweedy from Bills Mafia, talking about Major League Baseball. Now, before we continue with that conversation, let's go to the comments. We want your angle, your voice to be heard. Uh, Ricky said, I've given up on baseball. I still have my wild. Interesting. I want to mention this real quick. Ethan, do you have a hockey team? Like, is it the Sabres or is there another team you like? Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah, no, I'm kidding. It is the Sabres. Do you think that Jack, Jack Eichel will be traded? I think we've had this discussion once. Um, I believe if they, if somebody wants him, but I mean, I could see them making a deal for him, but I don't know. I, I don't want, I, me as a fan, I don't want it to happen, but I could understand from, from the business perspective how they could, why it would be beneficial. Well, I'm not here to make any pitches or anything, but I would say the <laughs> Vegas Golden Knights would be a perfect place for Jack Eichel to go to. Watching the com- well, watching the comments, Ricky's going to say in about two minutes he belongs on the Wild. He's been telling me that for a couple of we- couple months now. Well, hey, Ricky, you're wild. You're fine. You can have your talent. <laughs> Vegas Golden Knights, we should get Jack Eichel. I will trade you. Uh, let's see. Three first-round picks, and I'll give up two prospects for him. How about that? I'll let the team decide if that's valuable because, I mean, like I said, I'm I'm a big fan of Jack, so I'm I'm yeah. a little biased. But <laughs> uh, of course, and as we're talking about, uh, we're in the comments right now. We're hearing your angle live on the sports angle. My twins suck worse than the Jets and Wolves combined. Whoa. That's a burn on top of a burn. Wow. Um, Jets and Wolves. I'm kind of thinking he's talking about the New York Jets and not the Winnipeg Jets. Uh, yeah, the Twins are doing really bad. They're doing really, really bad. Um, I do like the Anthony Edwards guy, though. I don't know if, you, if you're watching basketball. I mean, Anthony Edwards yeah, is being not, a star right now. He, he, might, he might be the rookie of the year, but... He is most definitely going to be someone on Twitter said, what are the percentage of the Mets, Athletics, Phillies, and your Cubs getting into the playoffs? <laughs> they, they had to include that Cubs at the end. They had to take a little shot at me. Uh, the Mets, they have a 25% chance of making it to the postseason. Okay, 25%. That's interesting. The Oakland Athletics, they only did that because of their win streak. I get it. 83% chance of making it Ooh. to the postseason. I mean, how about those Oakland Athletics, Ethan? I mean, they're doing really good right now. I know. It's like they, it's like they, it's like it's about eight weeks, eight games into the season. And they're like, oh man, we forgot we're supposed to be playing baseball. <laughs> <laughs> it's like they realized to stop watching Moneyball and actually play Moneyball itself. Mm-hmm. Um, Phillies, I have a certain feeling. I think that was meant for Dennis. <laughs> Uh, Phillies, 20% odds. You know what? I have a soft spot for Philadelphia. I really do. Like, I think the Phillies, I've been watching them since I was like 10 or 11. I mean, Bryce Harper's a stud though. I don't care if people call me a homer because I'm from Las Vegas. I don't care. Bryce Harper is a stud. Most likely going to be their one of the only two all-stars from that team this year. You think that's an accurate statement? Bank Harper will be an all-star this year. I don't see why not. It seems like he's he's 
a what's the word they use a lot polarizing player in the game that's for sure absolutely and then 27 percent chance for the chicago cubs the less i talk about my chicago cubs the better so i'm just gonna move on from there um (laughs) And then uh, Ricky said, I'm a homer for talking about Jack Eichel going to mm-hmm. Vegas. Well, I mean, I got to pitch my own team, right? I mean, that's kind of fair. You got to pitch your own team. So I should think so. I should think so. And as we are back on the baseball side of it with Ethan Tweedy from Bill's Mafia, I'm your host, Rock Over Kelly of the Sports Angle. The Los Angeles Dodgers, they won the World Series last year. They started off with the best record in MLB to start this year, 15 and eight right now. Do you believe that a, they can go back and repeat as world series champions? And second, if they do repeat, how special would it be? Because the last time there has been a repeat, I think you would know the answer to this question. That is the New York Yankees and 1998, uh, and 1999 and 2000, if I remember correctly. So that's the last time we've had any repeat in Major League Baseball. It's been a long time. So do you think the Dodgers can get it done? I don't, I mean, <clears throat> they're a good team. Um, it's very possible they could get back to the World Series. I mean, I want to be a homer and say that we could knock them off, but we got we to gotta work on getting ourselves in the playoffs first. um but no they have a very very distinct possibility of making it but repeating for sure they're they're a really good team they are a very good team but like how special would it be because like i like i said i know baseball fans some people love to see repeat some of them don't like what is your perspective on that do you like seeing teams repeat you know go back to back or have you been a fan of what we saw the last six years which is having a new champion every single year. I mean, since 2014, we have not had a repeat champion, and some people love it. Um, I I definitely like the the parody in baseball, but I could, I mean, it it's it's very historic if somebody does go back to back. So I could I could understand both sides, but I like the I like I like the the different teams winning at the parody, if you will. So, I mean, but obviously if it's, if somebody does it, then much praise to them for doing it, but. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Right. And like I said, we are live in Las Vegas, the entertainment capital of the world. I love bringing the odds into this show, kind of make it a new different perspective. The Dodgers are plus 325 right now. They are the odds on favorite to repeat as champions i mean do you think that is a fair assessment to say that a lot of people here in las vegas they are seeing all the talent the dodgers have and they believe that they can go back you think that's a true statement oh yeah i mean and it's what well, is very highly very very much understood i mean they're very talented and I can understand how I can understand a whole lot how people would would bet on that because I mean like you said they have the best record in baseball so people are looking at that and it's like man if they keep that up they're gonna be they're gonna be really really good 
and they are. But continuing our baseball conversation here on the Sports Angle, I'm your host Rocco Kelly. We're here with Ethan Tweedy from Bills Mafia. Fourteen and seven, the Royals. Wow. Uh, somebody put in the comments. I mean, nope, man, no have you seen Kansas City? I mean, they're being insane right now. I, I, I can't understand. I mean, where has this team been the last couple of years? It's like the like after the World Series in fifteen, they they, they went off. They went off in hibernation for a couple of years, and all of a sudden, they, well, they're Kansas City. They had to take a couple of years off. I mean, <laughs> um. I had, uh, had, had, had to take a couple of years off so the ba- so the football team could get the spotlight. Of course, you got to flip roles out there. That's what they do in Missouri. Um, Ricky Wilms said, "Have fun, Ethan, and Mister Serviceable QB." You know <laughs> that joke is never gonna go <laughs> That's away. Never gonna go it? away. That's never gonna go away. I mean, <laughs> oh make, my, 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 I mean, I mean. Ethan, you make fun of Aaron Rodgers one time on a radio show and it stays with you forever. So, ah, very unfortunate. But in all seriousness, as we're having fun here on the sports angle, and I understand that there is this idea out here that, you know, the West Coast teams have a lot of success and a lot of the West Coast teams really have, you know, this a much amount of talent. We've seen it with the Anaheim Angels, Los Angeles Dodgers, San Francisco Giants are having a really good start to the season. What Oakland's doing right now, would it be <laughs> a fair assessment to say that the state of California is where baseball is live right now? that baseball is really lighting up the state of California. You can't really argue it. All the teams out there are doing good. I mean, I wish the teams in New York were doing a little better, but that's another, that, that was, that was a segment before. Um, no, but definitely the state of California, the teams out there are lighting it up for sure. They are definitely lighting it up. And there's a kind of an idea I have here on the show. We've done it in the past called contender or pretender and obviously the Los Angeles Dodgers I believe they are contender I think a lot of people would say they're a contender but what about their uh, other teams out there in California I mean like the Oakland Athletics do you think they are contenders or do you think that they're going to fall back down the earth do you think they're a contender or a pretender yeah I don't think they're going to win they they were just on a 13 game winning streak. I don't think that's going to stay up all the way. <clears throat> but um, but besides that, I mean, I could see that the Athletics. I think they they can make a run, keep going here. Um, Angels. I don't long term. I don't know what they have other than. Otani for pitching. That's my issue with them. And then uh, the Giants. I mean, hey, I mean they've got Cueto's back to his shimmy, so who knows what's going to happen over there? <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, Johnny Cueto. He has one of the best motions on the mound. Oh yeah. I mean, that's insane. Um, okay, so we have about a minute left uh, here uh, before we go to break here on the sports angle, and. 
I understand that there are going to be baseball teams that are going to be called pretenders. I've done my list in the past, but I want to know from your opinion, what is one team right now that you believe, Ethan Tweedy, that is a pretender in MLB? Mm. Um, I say a team that's doing really well that I think is not going to stay that well. And as much as I, I mean, I love this, I love the hot start they're on, but I'm going to say the Royals are going to come crashing down at some point. Hmm. Your AC works overtime all summer, so be sure to replace your old air filters with new Filtry air filters. They recommend updating HVAC filters at least every three months all year round. So order your Filtry air filters today at Filtry.com. Let's clear the air. Uh, been thinking about McDonald's all day. Can't get it off my mind. I can already taste it. Ooh, got my mind on my mouth and my mouth ready for some Mickey D's deal. There's a deal for every moment at McDonald's. Right now, get two of your favorites for just $3.50. Mix and match a classic McChicken, a hot and spicy McChicken, or a juicy McDouble. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with combo meal. Single item at regular price. So you think the Kansas City Royals are going to be that team? That's really interesting. I think that Kansas City will definitely be on the watch for that. I am actually going to go up to the Northeast, and I'm going to say the Boston Red Sox are going to be my pretenders. I've been saying since the beginning of the year, when their hot streak starts to fall off, I think they're going to fall off a cliff performance-wise once they get into the June and July months. So Boston's a pretender for me. The Royals are a pretender for you. So we're going to come we're going to come back after the break and we'll do our MLB power rankings giving you the top 10 teams in Major League Baseball. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back here on the Sports Angle after this. Welcome back to The Sports Angle, live in Las Vegas, the entertainment capital of the world. I'm your host, Rocco Rakelli. Let's get back into it. Follow the show on all social medias, at The Sports Angle, and 
go to our website, sportsangle.com, and check out all the articles and everything we have on the website. We are here with Ethan Tweedy from Bills Mafia. And we've been talking about MLB. We talked about your Yankees. We talked about the Dodgers in the last couple of segments. But it's time to get into a reoccurring segment here on Sports Angle. We do our MLB Power Rankings. We do this every couple of weeks just to see what teams are the top 10 in Major League Baseball. So what we're going to do, Ethan, I will give the list from 10 to 1. And if you have any uh, input, any angle you want to give on that team, I will definitely go ahead and do that. Sounds good. So at number 10 on the list, King, uh, shout out to King Czar for this one. That is the New York Mets. I'm not going to lie. I had a hard time between the Blue Jays and the Mets for the 10th and final spot. I went with the Mets. Jacob DeGrom is a top two pitcher in Major League Baseball. Their hitting is starting to show up for DeGrom, unlike the last four years. And I like the aspect that the Mets are starting to show some form of momentum. The only reason why I have them at number 10, they're only one game above 500 in an NL East that really looks weak at this point. And the Mets at plus 1,000. They are an odds-on favorite, one of the top teams here in Las Vegas. But number 10, the New York Mets. Ethan, what's your opinion on the New York Mets organization? Um, I can understand. <clears throat> I can definitely see them as, as number 10. Um, my other thing is they need to get a little more consistent hitting. It. Now they've been doing it a little more lately, but a little more consistent hitting when DeGrom's on the mound. Um, but, um, I can definitely see it though. They're a good team. I think that I, I've made this remark before. I think the NLEs is going to be like the, um, it's going to be like the NFC East where the team that's around uh, closest to 500 will put me the one that wins the division. <laughs> <laughs> uh, most likely. I mean, the NFC East and the NL East, I even have the same cities in there as well so that definitely mm -hmm. makes a lot of sense um continuing with our mlb power rankings here on the sports angle we're here with ethan tweedy from bills mafia i'm your host rocco Kelly. at number nine we have a team that you said were pretenders at 14 and 7 the kansas city royals i mean danny duffy he's putting up a real caliber uh start at starting pitching their outfield is becoming a real solid bat out there in Kansas City. And I like what the Royals are doing. I have them at number nine because of the fact that they have shown in the past that they will either have a great start to the year and then fall off a cliff, or sometimes they'll have a slow start to the season and rebound and recover to finish around 500. So knowing the history of the Kansas City Royals, it looks like the first option is going to happen. Plus 6,600 is uh, the odds for the Kansas City Royals. And I just wonder from your perspective, the Royals at number nine, do you think that that is a fair spot on the ranking? Yeah, I mean, I, I can definitely understand that they're in the top 10 right now because they are a hot team. But like you said, I think the reason they, they even with their 
record of 666 or 667, however you want to say it. Um, their winning percentage there. I think the only reason why you wouldn't have them higher is, like you said, the fact that they're not – they have a history of not being consistent. So I don't know whether they're going to be able to sustain this or not. Oh, absolutely. The Kansas City Royals at number nine. So as we're doing our sports angle MLB power rankings at number eight, shout out to Joshua Bailey for this one. Uh, part of the stay tuned uh, community out there at number eight at 15 and eight on the season and a plus 10,000 at the odds here in Las Vegas. That is the San Francisco Giants. I mean, I have them at number eight. I mean, it's an amazing story what's happening out there in San Francisco. I like what they're doing, but at the same time, I'm hitting the caution button on this team. Is this just a hot start that's eventually going to cool off? Is this a situation where the Giants are going to ride that momentum and be playoff contenders? We don't know yet. I'm hovering over that button as we speak. So at number eight in the power rankings, the San Francisco Giants, 15 and eight on the season. Uh, what's your uh, opinion on the San Francisco Giants? Um, that's a good spot for them. Man, the, the, the Royals and the Giants both being talked about as being really good. What is this like? But it was just like six, five, six years ago in the, in the, in the world series. <laughs> this is 2014 all over again. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But no, I, it's a good start they're on. I don't know. I mean, Besides Cueto, hopefully some of their young pitchers can keep it going. Yeah, I like the Descalafini. I think he's done really solid mm-hmm. for them, but they're going to need to have more pitchers than just two. So continuing our sports angle, MLB power rankings, number seven, a team that I believe are pretenders at 14-9 and nine on the season and a plus th- uh, 3,000 on, uh, on the odds out here in Las Vegas. That is the Boston Red Sox. Look, Boston has had an amazing start to the season. Raphael Devers, uh, J.D. Martinez, their pitching is coming in and getting the job done. But I question Boston because of the fact that they don't have the most stable bullpen of all time. Also, the Boston Red Sox lost so much talent over the last couple of years. It just makes me question if they can keep up the momentum that they have built in the first 20 games of the year. Number seven, Boston Red Sox. Ethan, I know they're your rivals, but what do you think about Boston so far? Uh, like I said, I hate talking good about them because they're, <laughs> they're our rivals, but uh, they are off to a hot start. So I can understand that. In fact, right now there are, they're beating the, they're beating the Mets two to one right now. Um, so, but no, um, I could see them being where they're at. That's a good spot for them. I don't know if they'll be able to to keep it sustained, but we shall see. And at number six in the sports angle, MLB power rankings, shout to Sal Tuzolino from the sports circuits for this one. I know uh, he's a big fan of this team. And that is the Chicago White Sox, the wrong team out there in Chicago, the team that I say – you know, is kind of the, oh, yeah, that team from Chicago. Uh, 12 and 9 on the year. However, plus 1,100 on the odds here in Las Vegas. I mean, I understand their pitching has been phenomenal. 
Lucas Giolito is taking a step back, but Carlos Rodon and Dallas Keuchel and Lance Lynn before he got injured was making amazing progress. Their young guys and Dylan Cease and Michael Kopech, they're doing really well for them. So the Chicago White Sox at number six in the power rankings. I mean, Chicago, uh, what do you think about them, Ethan? Um, I like them. I actually thought they were going to be the ones that were going to be able to win this, win that division to start the year. So I like the this, this start they're on, but I don't know. That's, that's a tough division, to be honest. But them and the Indians are hanging yeah, around. Yeah, you got the Indians, you've got the Royals, and you got the White Sox. Uh, what's up, Thomas? I mean, how, how's it going? Um, <clears throat> so before we get into the top five, I will recap 10 to 6 for all the people who just joined in on the sports angle. At number 10 is the New York Mets. Number 9, Kansas City Royals. Number 8, San Francisco Giants. Number 7, Boston Red Sox. And at number 6, the Chicago White Sox. So now the top five teams in Major League Baseball at number five. And this is a team I watch a lot during the year. I call them the Wrigley North and uh, MLB and MLB. And that is the Milwaukee Brewers. I mean, Milwaukee has had an amazing rebound from what happened earlier in the year. I think they've gone 12 and five over the last uh, over the last couple of weeks. They've been really solid over the year. Corbin Burns and uh, Woodruff and all these guys out there in the uh, organization. The Milwaukee Brewers are really solid. I have them at number five, and the odds in Las Vegas have them plus 3,500 on these at the sports books. So Milwaukee Brewers at number five. Ethan, what's your opinion on them? Um, I like them. I like the Brewers. They got a really good team over there. Um, and I'll be honest, you mentioned him already with Corbin Burns. Man, if, if if Jacob DeGrom wasn't in the isn't wasn't in the National League, he would probably be the Cy Young. He would be a, hmm. a runner up for the Cy Young winner. But Jacob DeGrom is just on another level. <laughs> that is an interesting uh interesting to bring that up. And Thomas, where do I have the Phillies at? I have them at number fifteen. I have them literally at the middle of MLB. I mean, them being eleven and eleven. Uh, I kind of wish they were a little bit better, but I mean, I have the Phillies at number 15, Thomas, just to let you know. So continuing our MLB power rankings here on the sports angle, I'm your host, Rocco Kelly. We're here with Ethan Tweedy from uh, Bill's Mafia. At number four is the surprise team of MLB. They surprised me. I guarantee they surprised you. And even the sports books have been surprised by them because they are plus 10,000 to one odds out there at the casino. And that is the Seattle Mariners. I mean, this Seattle Mariners team feels like, you know, one of those rebuilds in MLB the show. You know what I mean? Like it feels like the (laughs) Seattle Mariners really shouldn't be good, but I give credit to their general manager and I give credit to their scouting department because they really have built a solid team out there in Seattle so at number four, Seattle Mariners, what do you think about them? Oh, yeah, they're definitely a surprise. I, I, going into the year, I thought they'd be third or fourth in that division. I, and they're second right now to the, uh, the A's, I believe. But um, 
they are off to a really good start. As a total surprise, but that that's where they deserve to be. Absolutely. And Ricky, you said the Twins are dead last, so I don't care about rankings. Well, Ricky, <laughs> I actually have them 24th in the rankings. I actually have a full list of my entire rankings if you want to go to my website and check them out. But yeah, I have the Twins at 24th. So in a roundabout way, Ricky, yeah, that is last in terms of MLB. So 24 for the Twins. But continuing our MLB power rankings, at the bronze medal, you know, third place on the list is a team that's been giving Dodger fans, um, you know, some nightmares. And that is the San Diego Padres, two games above 500, but are plus 800 right now, are among the odds-on favorite to go to the World Series. I mean, the San Diego Padres, Fernando Tatis Jr., bringing that charisma, bringing that swagger back into Major League Baseball. I mean, there's a reason why he was voted most popular player in Major League Baseball. So what do you think about the Padres, Fernando Tatis, and them being third on the MLB power rankings? Oh, yeah, the the Padres are ridiculous. Um, I mean, Tatis, and they still got Hosmer and uh, Machado, and like they got everybody over there. (laughs) But, but, um, they are they are really good. I think that's the only team that might be able to upset the Dodgers in trying to go back to the National League Championship Series, honestly. It's a very good possibility. I like what's going on out there in San Diego. It feels like for the first time in really a decade, the San Diego Padres are one of the best teams in MLB. And at number two in the MLB Power Rankings, We're going to stay in California, but we're going to go over to the best team in the American League. I didn't think I was going to say this after their terrible start to the year, but them winning around 14 games in a row obviously would change that. And that is at number two, the Oakland Athletics, 15 and eight, and are plus 2,500 at the odds here in Las Vegas. So Oakland Athletics... Yes, they had that win streak, but when you really dive in and you really dig deep into the Oakland Athletics, I mean, them being number two, is this a surprise? Or at this point, have you seen Moneyball like 50 times and you're like, okay, this should be expected. This is Moneyball part five. Um, No, I didn't think it was going to be expected. I mean, I honestly... I think I picked the Angels to win that division, but um, I actually didn't. I mean, this is this looks like the part like coming it's coming out of that movie for sure. But uh, it's it's an incredible start. It's incredible. The last two weeks there, Ron. They started off like I said to you. I think before we started, I think they got eight week. They got eight games into the the games into the eight. I'll try that again. <laughs> eight games right. into the season and they're like oh wait now we got to start we actually we actually playing baseball now <laughs> so then i don't know they just flipped the switch and went from hot or went from cold to hot instantly what it really feels like is that the oakland athletics put it on all-star difficulty and mlb the show was one in seven and just put it right back to beginner <laughs> that, that, that's really what it feels like so 
Oakland Athletics at number two in the power rankings. At number one, this really should have been expected if you really have been counting it down. At number one in the best team in Major League Baseball, they've been number one in the preseason power rankings. They were number one in the week one power rankings, and they're week one, and they are now number one again. And that is the Los Angeles Dodgers, 15 and eight, and are the odds on favorite out here at the casino at plus 325. I mean, what else can we really say about this Dodgers team that we haven't said in the prior segment? I mean, great pitching, great hitting. They even have a young rookie in Zach McKinstry who should be in the NL Rookie of the Year conversation. I mean, what else can we really say about this Dodgers team, Ethan? There's not much more to say. I mean, they're they're, they're off to an incredible start. They're trying to they're trying to go back to back. So, I mean, kudos to them for getting off to this hot start. I mean, there's not there's the only team, like I said, there's only a couple teams in the National League that I think could could challenge them for that, and that might be like I would say either the both in their division. Honestly, I would say it's either going to either be the Padres or the Giants. But yeah, I mean, it is really interesting to see what's going on with the Dodgers and really in California. I mean, I didn't pick up on this until just now, but really the top three are all California teams. That shows how deadly California has been in MLB. I mean, is it a let me redirect this and let me try to ask this in a actual way. Do you think it's possible that for the first time since 1989, we could see a California versus California World Series? Do you think it's possible? Oh, it's definitely possible. I mean, the teams that would have to be out there would either be Oakland or Seattle. But I mean, I think the team that would be the the most likely to be between those two would be Oakland at this point. Um, but I could definitely, I could definitely see it. It's not out of the realm of possibilities. Now we have a couple minutes left here on the sports angle and, and Ethan, I was going to do an NBA power ranking to do towards the end of the show. And I actually wanted to know from your perspective, is there any team in the NBA that you watch, you know, very, um closely is there any team in the nba that you follow um my team yeah i have i have a favorite team but they're i think they're number nine in the west right now uh the san antonio spurs san antonio spurs i mean hey there's nothing wrong with san antonio spurs i mean they they've been a definition of consistency i mean i mean if there's one compliment i have to give san antonio it is consistency consistency and then consistency and as we're going to prepare that power ranking here on the sports angle with the nba i just wanted to know who do you think will go to the nba finals if you had to make that prediction here on the show um i would say brooklyn and the clippers the Clippers and Brooklyn. Uh, uh, can you can you tell me more about that? Because these two have been really good. These two have been really good well, teams. The Clippers are on an incredible tear right now. I think they're nine and one in their last ten games. Mm-hmm. They're coming again hot at the right time. 
Um, the Nets, I, I mean, it depends if they're full, if they're all, if they're fully healthy, but they've got a, they've got a huge big three there. So I just, that team, and I mean, it's kind of, I mean, it's kind of good for the, I think it's kind of good, honestly, kind of good for ba- basketball that they're good because they, <clears throat> the Nets haven't been good in a long time. So it's, it's, I like the, I like seeing a different team than the normal like the Lakers or the, you know, like a team that hasn't done well in the past, getting a chance to. Yeah, I, I totally agree. on the Clippers too, because they used to be in Buffalo, but. <laughs> yeah, of course. And uh, we're going to go back to the comments, because like I said, we'll do that power ranking with the NBA. Uh, Padre has been sucking for years. It's about time they change it around. I totally agree with that. Thomas said the 76ers, I will definitely tell you where I have them in the power rankings. And someone said, I think you mean the Lakers versus 76ers. <laughs> you know, we'll definitely just, you know, look past that and we'll continue with our rankings for the <laughs> NBA. So at number 10 in the rankings, I have the Philadelphia 76ers. I mean, I, I have to be honest, them losing four straight games, them uh, being a at possible third seed in the East. Let's also talk about the fact that Ben Simmons has been in, has been off. Joel Embiid has been off. There's been all these injuries and all these concerns out there in Philadelphia. I don't really think that the Philadelphia 76ers, I'm worried about them. Like, what about you? Do you think it's a bit worrisome? Harris has been injured. Simmons has been out. Embiid's been out. I mean, there's some question marks there. Yeah, I mean that that team, the uh, the injury bug is biting them at the wrong time. I mean, hopefully, if they can get it turned around, that'd be good. But yeah, the, them them being out all at the same time is not good good for them. That's for sure. And at number nine in the power rankings, we have to kind of speed this up a little bit. At number nine is the Atlanta Hawks. I mean, I understand you know them losing you know Trey Young, having all these injuries. But what I like about the Atlanta Hawks is the fact that they have, you know, kind of that never give up attitude. I mean, they have been winning back-to-back games, going up against some really good teams in the division and winning against them. So number nine, what about the, what about the um, Atlanta Hawks? Um, I think that's a good, that, that, that's a good spot. They're, they're a good team. They just got to keep it consistently going. They most definitely have to do that. At number eight, I have the New York Knicks. I mean, New York Knicks, I mean, I will say, by the way, that they have been one of the most shocking teams to me in the NBA. You agree? Oh, yeah. I'm surprised. I was surprised when I looked the other day. And I mean, it, it's, it's, it seems like it's been a quiet one, but they're, they're, they've won like nine of the last 10 games. I mean, it seems like they're coming out of nowhere. It's like, oh, the Knicks are doing good again. That's I didn't see that coming, but right, a lot of people didn't see that coming. That's right, and um, and actually, I will say that when it comes to the rest of the list, I definitely will break it down. I will talk about all of that. So, continuing with the list, we have also uh, the Dallas Mavericks on the list. I mean, look, Dallas has been a really interesting team. They've been losing so many games. I mean, they had this really good start to the season, but they really have fallen off. I mean, what do you think about Dallas? I mean, they've really been struggling as of late. 
So, I mean, Dallas Mavericks, I mean, they've been a really interesting team, but they've also been falling off a freaking cliff. So that definitely is a really interesting situation. So um, continuing with the list, going down, uh, the, going down the list, I have the Denver Nuggets also on this uh, list, having them at number, having them right now at number six. I mean, Denver, they do have an MVP candidate in Nikola Jokic. And I understand that the devastating injury to Jamal Murray, but right now it looks like it hasn't really affected them as badly as some people think. So Denver Nuggets having them at number six in the power rankings. I mean, I think that they're going to have a really unfortunate situation. So with me having a couple minutes left here on the show, and I want to thank Ethan Tweedy for being on the show from Bill's Mafia. I will go down the list very quickly, and I will say what I, what I think. I have uh, the Brooklyn Nets next on the list. I think Brooklyn, so many injuries have affected them. I also think with Kevin Durant finally coming back, there will be a lot that will happen with Brooklyn. So you have Brooklyn, Harden, he remains out. Kyrie Irving, when he's on the floor, is phenomenal. So Brooklyn definitely on that list. Uh, next, I do have the Utah Jazz. I know that Ricky said uh, what he said, but you can't deny the fact that they do have the best record in the Western Conference. I also can say that when it comes to the Utah Jazz organization, they do suffer a bit without Donovan Mitchell. That's why they kind of dropped a bit in the power rankings. But from my perspective, the Dallas, the Dallas Mavericks in 2011, I see a lot of them with this 2021 Utah Jazz team. So them being first in the West, I have them at their current slot. And then the top two teams in the NBA, I have the Phoenix Suns. I have the Phoenix Suns at number two. I mean, this Suns team has been phenomenal in the NBA. Chris Paul, Devin Booker, I understand that they have a lot of players on the bench. They're coming off the floor out there in Phoenix. And then at the number one spot, I have the Los Angeles Clippers. I mean, this Clippers team, if I didn't put them at number one, it would be a crime. I mean, this team has won 11 of their last 12 games and are competing with the Jazz right now, two games back from the number one seed. I mean, they've had Kawhi Leonard. They have a really solid backcourt. And more importantly, they're getting the most out of their death pieces Luke Kennard, Terrence Mann, Marcus Morris, Amir Kofi. You have Avika Subak. I mean, there's so many players out there with the Clippers. So I'm going to say that they are the number one team on my NBA power rankings. So I will say from my perspective, this is my NBA power rankings. Let me know in the comments if you agree or disagree. And this is the sports angle. We are here Monday to Friday at 6 p.m. Pacific. 7 p.m. Mountain, 8 p.m. Central, 9 p.m. Eastern. I'm your host, Rocco Rakelli. Follow me on Twitter at Rocco Rakelli and follow the show on social media at The Sports Angle. And until next time, rock on and we will see you later. Your AC works overtime all summer, so be sure to replace your old air filters with new filtry air filters. They recommend updating HVAC filters at least every three months all year round. So order your filtry air filters today at filtry.com. Let's clear the air.
The only thing better than grinding all night for your side hustle is your roommate picking you up with Mickey D's breakfast. The perfect pickup deal. There's a deal for every morning at McDonald's. Right now, taste breakfast perfection when you get a warm and savory sausage McMuffin with egg for just $2.50. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with combo meal.